Welcome to episode 89 of the All the Books Show, the official podcast of the David A. Hale Public Library. I'm Eric Michaels. And I'm Nick Gunning. And we talk about book news, mm-hmm. author news, and literary news. You Today, we have literary news. We sure do. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the Edgar Awards. So the Edgar Awards, as you know, uh, presented each spring, Mystery Writers of the America present the Edgar Awards, widely as acknowledged to be the most prestigious awards in the genre, specifically mystery writers. Hey, didn't we have an Edgar winning award author here yes uh i thought so but when i asked julia that she said no i didn't win but the nice thing about the edgars is just being associated with it mm. is a good thing okay. so like she, she was up there but she didn't get oh, it so boy. did you the, offend our guest no no she's the one who said it okay all I right mean, so the edgar awards announced every year uh different um they have all age groups a few different kinds of awards so we're going to go through and tell you what the winners are best yay. novel the right. winner went to Before the Fall by Noah Hawley. Oh, uh, wow. Among the top were The X by Alifair Burke, Where It Hurts by Reed Farrell Coleman, uh, Jane Steele by Lindsay Fay, and What Remains of Me by Allison Galen. Yeah. So the winner again was Before the Fall by Noah Hawley. Remember that? We talked about that one quite a long time. That was on yeah. the bestseller list for quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Best first novel. <gasps> we have the winner here, Under the Harrow by Flynn Berry. This, I don't remember this, and looking at the cover, it's not ringing any bells to me either. Uh, but this is best first novel, so this is a debut. Okay. Uh, best paperback original. I love me some good paperback mysteries. Some of my favorites come out. Yeah? Paperback. How do you feel about the song Paperback Writer? Yeah, I love it. Especially the mono version. It's got more of a driving beat. Uh, <laughs> the winner is Rain Dogs by Adrian McKinty. Mm. Uh, you know what? what? I don't recognize that one either. We're going to have to go through and order some of these, because I think we missed a couple here. Best Fact Crime. Uh, the Wicked Boy, The Mystery of a Victorian Child Murderer by yeah. Kate Summerscale. Yowza. Yeah. Best critical slash biographical work. <gasps> Shirley Jackson, A Rather Haunted Life by Ruth Franklin. Okay. Shirley Jackson wrote House on Haunted Hill, right? Maybe. Right? Okay. Best short story, <laughs> Autumn at the Automat, which was collected in In Sunlight or in Shadow by Lawrence Block. Buffalo sh- native Lawrence Block. I should announce that's not part of my uh, first days of Autumn. That's that's young not adult part book of your, series. Okay, yeah, boy, that's I forgot all about that. How's that coming along? The young adult book series. Yeah, he's still in the writing process of that. Yeah. Okay. And this is not real. Just just in case anybody's curious. <laughs> and yes, Shirley Jackson did write the Haunting of Hill House. So yeah, close, that's that's close where you there. made your common go on mistake. Finish that word. Good. Uh, let's talk juvenile awards. No, not after that attitude you just gave me. Wow. Now, okay, best Sorry. juvenile uh, mystery. Yep. Uh, went to. Uh, <laughs> O.C. Daniel by Wesley King. Like O.C.D. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Simon & Schuster. Paul recognize this? Books. I don't recognize it. No, I only recognize Summerland on okay. this, uh, this list. Oh, sure. So yeah, Summerland was pretty we'll good. Have to, uh, we'll have to get O.C. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Okay. Uh, young Adult. Uh, the winner was Girl in the Blue Coat by Monica Hess. Mm-hmm. All right, Hess. Hatchet nice. Book Group, Little Brown, B.F.Y.R. Okay. I guess that means Best Friends... Year round, I think so. Okay, yeah, I actually have no idea. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, so I didn't know "Girl in the Blue Coat." This is the second time now it's been affirmed to me that this is a mystery. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was just a. Did we talk like about a, this one on our mystery episode? A couple. Yes, five, it was okay. suggested to us, um, and I had said I had thought it was just a straight like Holocaust survival. Now book. it's official. Yeah. So we have a, a large selection of back winners of the Edgar Award. What is this? And Mary Higgins Clark. I think it's just the Mary Higgins Clark Award. 
And she, and she just gives it out herself? I don't know. I was actually, the, the website doesn't have a lot of background on it. That's why mm-hmm. I didn't talk about it, because I don't really know what it is. Okay. I don't know if it's in the, tile, the style of Mary Higgins yeah. Clark or what the deal is with that. But sure. anyway, we have a large collection of back winners of the Edgar Awards. Mm-hmm. We have a huge mystery selection, uh, especially in the stacks. And some of the new ones we have, some we don't. So we'll be filling those out. What anyway. is going on with your cell phone sorry, right I'm now? Just trying this to... is the most unprofessional I've ever seen you. I think you. And I've seen you at a very you unprofessional level. about it so much is probably making it worse. Uh, okay, muted. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, that's not what our main feature is today. We're going to revisit uh, a lonely little book from the past of the David A. Howe yeah. Lovell Library, discussing a new Lonely Hearts Book Club yeah. that's coming up later. Right now, let's talk bookmark. Okay. What have you been reading? What have I been reading, Nick? I don't know. Uh, I finished The Drowned World. Ooh. By J.G. Ballard. Okay. Uh, this was the story about... This came out like 50 years ago. Uh-huh. It's the story about Earth after the sun has a bunch of like solar radiation go crazy. Oh, and okay. melts all the ice caps and heats up the world. Uh-huh. Uh, it was not what I was expecting. Okay. And I don't think it was better for it. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a like human psyche through the changes of... I don't know. It's it's not really. It's like... It's Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Uh just in a drowned world. Right. So I w- was it did good? Yeah, it was fine. It was short. It reminded me more of uh, uh we already talked about it. Albert uh Kumas. Oh, uh, Albert Camus. Camus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh so that was fine. I would have preferred more sci-fi, but that's what uh Kim Stanley mm-hmm. Robinson's new 2140. Oh, yes. New York 2140. Yes, will be and for. I did order that by the way. So Look, so we'll have our copies. I didn't know if I was going to talk about these, but I did add them to my Goodreads because I did read them from cover to cover. Ah, uh, yes. I think you, you have to. Yeah. I, I rated them all five stars. Yeah, yeah, you did. I, I got myself the, well, for Christmas, my wife got me one of them, mm-hmm. and I got the other two. I got the, the, the trilogy of fifth edition Dungeon and Dragons yeah. uh, book. So that's the Monster Manual, yeah. the Player's Handbook, and the Dungeon Master's Guide. Mm-hmm. I loved them. I love them. Great. They're so good. Yeah. They're, you know what's great? I've, I've read uh, role-playing game, uh, tabletop game yeah. rule books before, and sometimes they're just like, this class does this stat and uh-huh. this stat, and these stats affect this stats, and it's just dry numbers and everything. These books have so much flavor and story. <laughs> like, they don't just say, like, this is what a ranger does. They... It just goes through, like, the ranger is slow. It's, they're, like, these little summaries, these, like, sentences that are pulled, almost feel like they're pulled out of fantasy books. Okay. Um, so that's great. Also, the system looks fantastic. Nice. I can't wait to play it. The okay. Monster Manual, if, if you knew a kid who just liked monsters mm-hmm. and you didn't know what to get, I could almost suggest getting him the Monster Manual. Really? By, even if he never played Dungeons & Dragons because every monster in it has, like, this beautiful illustration and they just describe the monster's like behavior and mm-hmm. its life and everything, and so it just becomes like a monster encyclopedia in general. Nice. It just has the Dungeons and Dragons logo on it. So that's that's a significant amount of reading. That's yeah. All Dungeons I don't and know how much manuals. I can pull from my head right now. So <laughs> they, they're right, not so that, they're not quick reads. That took up your time. Yeah, okay. um, and I'm also reading a case uh, a case of conscious conscience. Okay. Uh, let me. I want to make sure I get the author right. Uh, a Case of Conscience by James Blish. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I read James Blish. Oh, sci-fi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Old, yep. like, 60s sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, that's your wheelhouse. Yeah. He loved the old 60s stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. So... Is that it for you? Yeah, unless you want me to keep going 
on about the that that'll be our all the books after hours podcast. Okay, where we, where we just talk about more Dungeons about the Dungeons and Dragons, and Dragons books that are right. All right. Uh, well, first I saved this one to show you. This is a children's book. Just came out. Uh, the Adventures of Little Critter by Mercer Mayer are still happening, uh-huh. and the latest, My Trip to the Museum. They go, and it's a spoof of Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I thought you'd enjoy. That's hilarious. Look his, at him. His name is Dr. DeBison. Dr. So, DeBison. Dr. DeBison. So I thought you'd enjoy that. That's so hilarious. It's a, yeah, it's a science-heavy entry in the classic Mercer Mayer series with a spoof of Neil deGrasse Tyson there for it you. Looks just, so, uh, it looks just like him. Yeah, I know. That's hilarious. I know. It's pretty funny. Anyway, so I, I Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I know. It's not... He, uh, he's always trolling Twitter. I'm sure he's seen it. He probably has. Yep. Uh, what else? Oh, well, you know, I did, uh, April was Poetry Month, and so we had a couple of poetry events, uh, including I went to the Manor Hills Assisted Living and did a poetry reading for some of the residents there, and I used uh, Jim Zoller's uh, Simple Clutter, which we have here in the collection. I used Hugging the Jukebox by Naomi Shihab okay. Nye, which I also have in the collection, and I pulled a, a 1950s, uh, I guess 1930s era Mickey Mouse uh, poem collection that we had in the juvenile stacks. Okay. So I read a lot of the small, you know, just quick ones. Then the Mickey Mouse one was kind of an extended narrative, but they loved it, and I liked them too. So those, all of those things are here in the library if anybody's interested. Cool. We also had Danica Kelly here coming and reading from her book. Uh, Wait, Nick, mm-hmm. don't you mean Donica Kelly? I know. I was just saying it phonetically, and then she said it, and I was like, boy, how many times did I say that yeah. wrong? But so what? What's her book again? It's the Bestiary. It's Bestiary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> interesting thank you thank you for making a huge point of that but she was a lot of fun we had a great turnout (laughs) for it and she uh she's really good so we have her her book in our collection again bestiary it's in the new (laughs) nonfiction section by danica uh i also read her collection california poems which i picked up that day that's a real small like a chat book but i I wish they all could be california poems yeah that's it like the beach boys come again because the beach boys california oh california girls the beach boys Brian oh, that's, Wilson. That's a, that's a Beach Boys song. Yeah, Beach Boys song. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I enjoyed both of her collections. We we do have Best Year here in the collection. Okay. Uh, I read The Turtle of Oman by Naomi Shihab Nye. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, one of her, I think it's her most recent young adult right. book. It was a horn book pick, and uh-huh. uh, I didn't particularly like it. You hate turtles. I, no, Just I love, kidding. You I love, love turtles. turtles. You have your own turtle. I know, I do. He's a tortoise. His name is I'm Nelson. I'm sorry. I know. But, um, yeah, it was one of those things where, like, if you know ahead of time that it's all about the journey, you probably will like it a lot more. It was about a little boy who didn't want to move to a new country, Oh, right, basically. yeah. And it was just kind of him doing some stuff You just wanted him to left. get into the track. Well, <laughs> I guess when I started, I thought it was going to be about his move. And then yeah. it was just about him kind of yeah. seeing the sights and visiting friends yeah. before he left. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. You don't want to have Fair to stop. Warning. You don't if have you to know wanna, that. Then yeah. it's a fun slice of life story. You don't want to stop and have to fix a hubcap no. in the middle of the night. No way. So no you got to get way. on the road while there's daylight. Uh, I read The Blessing Way by Tony Hillerman, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm making the book club reluctantly read. And uh, you and now it was a terrible mistake because I didn't like it either. Yeah, you hated it. Uh, it was a it was a real slog. So yeah. it's the first book came out a long time ago. It's a yeah. very popular series. So sounds like it's more the cursed way. I guess so. Right. So either it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Or it starts a little clunky and gets better. I don't know, but I don't think the book club is going to like it. I certainly Ooh. didn't. All right. So, shout out. There's that. Um, oh, and then graphic novel. I read All New X Men, Volume 5, I think. Yeah. That's a time traveling X Men series. You read that one. Yeah. I saw it. I don't reads. love them. I'm currently reading, a super, for graphic novel, I'm currently reading Superman Ending Battle. 
by Jeff Johns. Uh-huh. It's an older collection. Okay. And I'm reading Honor Among Thieves, which is a Star Wars book written by James Corey of Leviathan <gasps> Wakes fame. Oh, nice. So it's really good so far. Okay. Isn't it? You haven't read Scoundrels, though. I haven't. And I think Honor Among Thieves is like book two in that like probably unconnected run. No, it's not. It's it's in um, it's it's a little like a little trio that has a Leia book, a Han book, and a Luke book. So technically, it's uh, like book two. Okay, but they don't. But these are old. They don't do these no, are not really. Well, I mean, they're they're uh, not the Disney. Oh, pre pre Disney, yeah. yes, yeah. But okay. They're not. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry, I'm enjoying it so though. far. It's All good right. stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. What's going on in the world of books? Book news? Yeah. Well, Nick, I can tell you about the books that are coming out May 2nd. I know some of the things. There's one I really want to read. Well, we'll see if you'll talk about it. I probably won't. Really? No, I probably will. Okay. Uh, we've got a good amount of young adult books coming out, too. Well, let's exciting. start with the adult books. Fine. Because our listeners tend to be adults. That's what you think. That's true. Probably a lot of kids listen. Yeah. Around the old jukebox yeah yeah <laughs> kids are on the old jukebox sure <laughs> 16th seduction Ooh, now this is the book nick is wanted to read so many seductions by maxine pietro Didn't and james patterson that many times oh boy look out yeah this is a uh, Lindsay boxer yeah so oh this is the newest woman's okay. women's murder club so may is going to be good for circ stats is what you're telling me yes yeah you bought <laughs> seven of these we, yeah i hope i I'm going to make a little note right now that we need to buy Buy more because 16th seduction. so true. <laughs> uh, we've got The Broken Road, a novel. It's The Broken Road series, Nick, by okay. Richard Paul Evans. Oh, not about Christmas, though. No, it's A Broken Man, A Twist of Fate, A Second oh, Chance. Poor fella. Yeah. What if you could start over? I would. You would? No, not really. I'm fine. Yeah. You, you'd be tired, yeah, I feel I like. You're like, I have to do that again? Yeah. Yeah, I'm so. not one of those people who wants to do things again. Yeah. I can't or, even read a book twice. That's true. As yeah. we've covered. Imagine if you were you had to go back to high school again, and they're like, all right, you got to read it all again. Yeah. But they I wouldn't say do. again, no. obviously. They'd be right. like, for they the first time. They wouldn't know from their perspective yeah. it would be the first time, sure. And you'd have to be like, well, I've got to put all that energy in to be super cool again. Yeah. Got to get my new leather jacket. Yeah. Got to get, that's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Broken Rose. That's totally what my high school experience Rob- was like, so. Yeah. Robert B. Parker's Little White Lies. This is a Spencer book by Ace, Ace Atkins. Atkins. And you don't okay. like these. I only read one, and oh. I was... Uh, it was a mixed bag. Okay. So so neither one of those... None of no, those books those are, are the ones. List. All right. No. What about Heat Storm? It's a Nikki Heat book by no. Richard Castle. I did read the first one this of those. This book's so hot, you can't hold it. Really? The paper itself, it burns yeah. up, and then there's no book left. Yeah, people people love uh, books written by fictional characters from a canceled TV show. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that one, I guess? No. No, okay. Uh, oh, here it is. I, 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 I knew can tell you... already that this is, you're going to razz me. No, nope, this I'm is ready. the book Nick okay, was I'm waiting ready. for. This is it. Trajectory Stories by Richard Russo. Oh, <laughs> boy, to get that reaction... He's he's really he's turned a corner for me because I loved the first Richard Russo things I read and now I'm like no way yeah no way uh, following the best selling Everybody's Fool I can't. sequel to your favorite Stop book it. ever that you had a bunch of your friends read because no. you learned to hate your friends Nick <laughs> Nobody's Fool Nobody's Fool yeah oh boy you know yeah. who the biggest fool was tell me your friends really for trusting me yeah well uh, all right so harsh. maybe maybe this is the book Against okay. All Odds a novel by Danielle Steele. No. Oh, well. I don't want to read Daniel Steele. All right. But I will. I think this is the real book that you're excited for. Mm -hmm. Into the Water by Paula Hawkins. Yes. 
This is the one. Author of Girl on the Train. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds equally dark and murky and yeah. upsetting, I guess. What if like I do want to read it though. What if you have like all these dark emotions and feelings and thoughts in your in your in yourself, right? Yeah. And then you write a book like yeah. Girl on the Train and you you get it out. You yeah. spell all your demons onto the page. Right. And demons. you're just like, I'm done. I don't I don't think this way anymore. I feel happy. I can, and then people are like, "When's your neck dark, yeah. psychologically disturbing that, that thriller coming out?" That must be what out? happened to Gillian Flynn because nothing since Gone Girl. Yeah. I keep waiting. So but nothing. It must be rough. You it's just like, go and live your happy life. Yeah. You know, spend the spend the money. Yeah. Speaking of Neil deGrasse Tyson, and we were earlier. Actually, uh, it's Doctor DeBison from Mercer <laughs> Mayer's My Trip to the Science Museum. Uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hmm. So you're often in a hurry. The, is this the real? Yes, this isn't a okay, bison. Not this the, is the real, not an actual bison. the real uh, Twitter troll Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Uh, I follow him on Twitter. He's pretty funny. Okay. He, every now, I like when he tears apart movies. Is that uh, a thing he does? Yeah. Sometimes he'll I just. I guess I don't understand what his job is. <laughs> sometimes he'll just tear apart the science of a film. Though sometimes oh, the science, okay, like well, uh, like The Martian. That's on, that's on message. He he liked The Martian a lot. He okay. had a lot of nice... Though he spoiled The Martian as well. Oh. So. Same. All right. I've got some young adult books and then we're done. You ready? Yeah. All right. We've got Always and Forever, Lara Jean. This is uh, the third book of To All the Boys I've Loved Before by Jenny Han. Oh, those you love books those are books. all... What? You, you personally love to read those books. <laughs> These are always popular here. They're always checking out. So yeah, I'm by, glad there's by a new you. one. You're always checking them out. I know. <laughs> Uh, the Battle Mage. This is book three in the Summoner tril- Trilogy by okay. Taryn Mathau- okay. Matharu. Matharu. Uh, I read the first one, if you remember. That was called The Novice. I do remember. Yeah, it's a blue book. Eric, I remember. Yeah, these books are pretty cool. These are the ones I would suggest to people who feel like they want something a little older than uh, uh, Rangers Apprentice. Apprentice. Yes. I was right there with you. Did you hear that? Yeah, you sure were. Yeah. We got A Court of Wings in Ruin. Uh, I'm not sure what number. This is like three, I think, in the Court of Thorns and Roses okay. book series. This is Sarah J. Maas. Okay. You know how popular she yeah. is. That's all. Okay. All right. And then we've got The Trials of Apollo. Apollo Creed? Hey, yo. No. The, but that was That, that was, was Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. He's yeah. like, hey, Apollo, a rematch. Okay. No? So these are The Trials of Apollo. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Prophecy. This is book... Uh, Sorry, I don't know. So did Carl Weathers write this, or how does that? Yeah, what's his Carl, connection? Carl Weathers wrote Written this. Written by the this great is by, Carl uh, Weathers. Rick Riordan. Oh, okay. Riordan. All right. So and and Carl Weathers. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and Carl Weathers as co-author. <laughs> yeah. It's a James Patterson situation. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. That's what you got. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Okay. Well. Wow. It's just phoning it in now. No, I'm huh. just kidding. All right. Here's what you have coming out. You can look forward to these. Uh, some of these June, some of these July. This first one, Tom Clancy's Point of Contact, <gasps> coming out June 13, 2017. Mm. Tom Clancy is with us no more. It's true. Uh, he was uh, late in the game working with Mark Greeny, who mm-hmm. also has the Gray Man series, which I read a while back. Right. Um, he loved worked, the Gray Man series. I did. He worked with Tom Clancy on the last couple of books, and then when Tom Clancy passed away, he took over. Mm-hmm. Uh, writing like the Jack Ryan stuff and like the Tom Clancy brand. I think now he's just focusing on Gray Man. And we have a new <laughs> author coming in, Mike Madden. So this is written by Mike Madden. And this is Jack Ryan Universe number 23, <laughs> following Jack Ryan Jr. Okay. The latest electrifying, electrifying adventure in Tom Clancy's number one New York Times bestselling series, Jack Ryan Jr. learns that sometimes the deadliest secret may be standing right next to you. <gasps> That's you. Look out. It's right next to you. 
Jack Ryan Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> who is this character? I don't know. Who is this Tom Clancy character? I don't know who he is. Run! Coming Run, Jack Ryan Jr.? <laughs> Coming out June 6th. Oh, boy. I don't... I mean, I love her, but I don't know if I can handle this. Uh, it's called Dis... Each each separate words here. Dismember. And other stories of mystery and suspense by Joyce Carol Oates. Oy. Friend of mine, friend of the show. Yeah. I bought her a tuna sandwich once. True story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce Carol Oates is renowned for her rare ability to illuminate the minds of most disturbing coiners. Boy, howdy. Am I right? That genius is on full <laughs> display in her new collection of seven feverishly unsettling works. Dismember. And other stories of mystery <laughs> and suspense. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, I can't wait to read the short story that she put you in. <laughs> at the heart of this, uh, wow, at the heart of this meticulously crafted, deeply disquieting collection are girls and women confronting the danger around them and the danger hidden inside their turbulent selves. Yeah. Also, Jack Woo! Ryan Jr. I don't think I can. Yeah, Jack Ryan Jr. is in this as well. Uh, I don't think, I mean, you really liked, uh, you like loved Jack of Spades. Yeah. Her other like creepy. Yeah. Are you going to read this? Halloween? No. Put that in your Halloween list? No. Maybe? No. Hold, hard maybe. <laughs> okay. We'll check back in with Eric. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can. I don't think I can do it. All right. That's, whew, I got to stop reading it. It's freaking me out. Okay. Boy. Oh, boy. Eric, your favorite format's back. Poetry? Back and better than ever. Deck of Ledge? There's never, there's been no, I'm talking book shots. Okay. Oh. We're talking book shots. Um, I don't think this, I've never seen this confirmed anywhere, uh-huh. but they have seriously scaled back the yeah. production of these. Yeah. Probably because they don't, they weren't selling like they should. I'm just going to type into Google, book shots suck. It was just too much. It was just too many. You know, it was like two every single month. That's just a lot. Now I feel like we're down to one. Never, never type month. in book shot sucks. Okay. Uh. Uh, this is by James Patterson and Max DeLalo. Uh, the killer's wife till murder do us part. Well, that doesn't even. No, till murder do us. Well, yeah, like yeah. till death do us part, but till. Okay. <laughs> Six girls have gone missing. Detective McGrath knows the only way to find them is to get close to the suspect's wife. Maybe too close. Well, that sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That whole thing sounded ridiculous. That sounded like something we would like vamp and make up on the spot, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was looking at bookshots. Yeah, you didn't seem invested at all. Uh, Back in when they started last year, like at this time last year, his first bookshot title sold 30,000 copies in a week. Wow. So, but I... But that's the only date I can find. I can't find... uh, Everything is for last year. Yeah. Well, that's probably smart on their part. Uh, Karen Robarts, author... uh, Robot. Oh, sorry. Author of the classic... Darkness. Good. Is back with a new one, The Ultimatum. Thief, manipulator, con artist, call it what you will, Bianca St. Ives is the best in the business. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Guardian, (laughs) book one, new series by Karen Robards. So if you're a Karen Robards fan, exciting times. Again, if you're not, if you're not a Karen Robards fan, book one, this is your entry point. Hop on board. We will have this here in our collection on June 13th. Okay. So you can look out for that. Finally, in large print, this is coming to us in July. Uh-huh. Um, and this is one that we weren't going to get, but I was like, no, I know Eric loves these things. Uh-huh. We have to get them You've already, for Eric. You already did this for the uh, so this Tall is, the Boys I Love Before this is book one. series. No, it's not that series. This is, yeah. It's hard to choose which one is your All favorite right. I mean, I already series here. But, well, I'm going to start. Uh, Under Bright Blue Skies, Wedding Bells Ring. 
fulfilling sweet dreams, impossible wishes, and joyous new beginning. Yes, Eric, I'm talking about the collection Amish Brides. This is by uh, Jennifer Beckstrand, Molly Jebber, Amy Lillard. The stories inside include The Reluctant Groom. Uh Were you one of those? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Joshua's Bride. Uh Uh-huh. A summer wedding in paradise. Why, why are you doing this? You had, a, you had a winter wedding in paradise, right? Down in Florida? Nice yeah. weather? Yeah, it was nice weather. Okay. What? <laughs> That's it. All right, thank you. You love the Amish Prides. That's true. I, I do. just, you know, it's your guilty yeah. pleasure, and I just want to yeah. I want to make sure you're getting what you need. So that's all. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, what's on the New York Times bestseller list? All right. All right, let's play that New York Times bestseller theme. Are you ready? Yeah. Think about it. Okay, go ahead. All right, number 10. Are we keeping that? I guess. Yeah, we could. Every single week? Every single week. Let's try it one more time just to make sure that we really remember it and lock it in. All right. Everybody needs to read Thoughts. That was the same. Yeah, I think so. Okay, then we don't need to write it down. All right, right, number 10. On the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. Okay. A Gentleman in Moscow. Hey. By Emma Towles. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You're a monster. Sorry. I thought I was prepared for it, but I wasn't. No. So, you you think you're going to do this for a book club? Maybe. It's been here for 23 weeks. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Number two, uh, number nine. It's been here for two weeks. That's where I get it. Yeah, I understand. Uh, One Perfect Lie by Lisa Scott Align. Mm Mm-hmm. So the key to a perfect lie is to have it based in truth. Oh, yeah. And to have tons of other lies yes. intermingling and yep. dependent on the person yeah. not hearing that you've told the other lie. It also That's helps the way. if you have a genie who grants wishes oh, yeah. so that your lies can become reality. Yeah. yeah. So like if you wish to be a prince and then you have to tell somebody that... yeah. That wasn't you, you in the bazaar. That sorry. Was, you, I, sometimes you go out there to see what it's like I to be like the you, regular folk. I feel like you veered and off. And you're on a magic carpet ride. And... Disney's Aladdin. Huh. Yeah. Some, some similarities sure. at least. Yeah. All right. Number eight, Two from the Heart by James Patterson and Frank Constantini, Emily Raymond, and Brian Sitz. Oh, yeah. And that's that little collection. Yeah. Or it's just that's how many co-authors James yeah. Patterson needs at this point. Yeah. It's bookshot flames that he's trying to disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. The Women in the Castle by Jessica Shattuck. Oh, yeah. This, every week. I'm, I want this to stay forever. Shattuck. Yeah, this is the good. This is the one of like uh, the, the disgraced widows of men who tried to kill Hitler, right? Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. I like yep. that. I like take refuge that. Yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, number six, North Mythology by Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if his show has started, American Gods. I don't know if it's started. It has. Just yet. It has started. I think it okay. has. Uh, number five, All By Myself Alone by Mary Higgins Clark. I haven't read it yet. Number four, two weeks on the list. Can it be on this list for longer, Nick? Thrawn by Timothy Zahn. Mm-hmm. The origins of Grand Admiral Thrawn, an iconic Star Wars villain, iconic uh, in the expanded universe. Yes, yeah, in fandom. Yeah. What number was this? Number four. It's slipping a little. It was at two last week. Yeah, you're right. It's still good. Yeah. I'm surprised it's there. Well, it lost... Uh, here's a new book. Okay. It makes sense it beat it. Fast and Loose by Stuart Woods. Yep, Stewie Woods. At number three. Yep, this is... that's the new Fast and Furious. Yes. Okay. Yep, with The Rock and uh, Jason Statham. Yep. They're in there to stop Vin Diesel from making more Fast and Furious yeah. films. So, <laughs> and they hate each other. Is that right? The, the Rock, Rock and, and Vin Diesel? I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell. Or is tell. it fake? Is it real? I, I don't know if it's marketing or whatnot. Okay. But they're Aren't making they a... spinning off The Rock? They're doing a spinoff movie with The Rock and Jason Statham. Oh. Uh. 
Okay. So I don't because they've already said they're doing two more Fast and Furious films. Oh, that's exhausting. There'll be ten of those. Hearing you say plus that this just new spinoff made me tired. And who knows if like if that spinoff is really successful? Yeah, there'll be more of those. Maybe that'll be another yeah. Pentagon of yeah films. Yep. Uh, Pen- Pentagon. Yeah, five more films. <laughs> <laughs> number two, The Black Book by James Patterson and David Ellis. And number one, new this week. Drum roll. Can I buy you drum lessons? Oh, I love that. Okay. The Fix by David Baldacci. By David Baldacci. Cool. Red, no, by Martin Short. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would listen to that audiobook in yeah. a heartbeat. The detective, Amos Decker, mm-hmm. who's known as the Memory Man, yeah. witnesses a murder-suicide that turns out to be a matter of national security, mm. and they need his memory oh, to well, solve the crime. Good news. Yeah. He's a memory man. Yep. So that's pretty good. And they'll be all like, quick, so how did he die? He's like, I remember he killed somebody and then himself. Wow, memory man. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him at play. All right, let's play the closing theme to the New York Times bestseller list. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. We're done. Okay. Um, hey, you know what, though? Uh-huh. That beautiful theme music made me want to hear some other theme music. Oh, so geez, let I it ride. how it's done listener that's sorry. how it's done yeah we, we're Ooh. just throwing music after yes musical interlude that's at you. right that's right but that that lovely haunting melody means <laughs> that it's time for a lonely hearts book club so if you're new to the podcast uh-huh pause this episode go catch up okay <laughs> listen wow. to the previous or, 88 episodes you, you could just and just what? you could finish this episode and then okay, okay. go back on I your mean, own pace that's yeah. a way to the, do it the lonely but. hearts book club uh, segments aren't connected in any continuity. That's what you think. I'm <laughs> creating like my own Marvel Cinematic Universe of this. Uh-huh. It's going to be Nixon, Carver, Blake from Blake's Therapy. Yeah. Uh, was it Jimmy from Thinning the Turkey Herd? Yeah. He's got to do gotta it. He's got to get the guy, do. the Venice guy. When he's got to do it. Yeah, the yeah. Venice guy. Crying, they're all, even though he's a man. He's a man. Yeah, yeah they're all in it. The snowman's going to be there. Yeah. They're all going to team up to fight the wolfen the wolfen so problem, it's gonna yeah. get real yeah. it's gonna get real yeah. no but seriously folks now what that if their group is yeah. the giraffes <gasps> and so they have to say and they why go not around why not join the giraffes that's yeah. so good that's yeah. so good well now that they you get the pig man um, welcome back after you pause and we're lost to the previous in the maze was oh. it called the maze the maze i don't think the, so. oh the one that's like the hunger game yeah no, the maze runner, maze runner. Yeah. i don't remember what it was called okay yeah the hole in the ground now that you've caught up yeah Here's what here's what we're gonna do. Uh-huh. We run a report and we try to find books that we have in the collection uh-huh. that have seen little to no love yeah. over the years. Now we digitized the collection in the late '90s, so almost 20 years ago uh, is but when nothing. is when these would have gone. So some of these sometimes we pull them and we look at them. And we say, well, that's a pristine book, it's never been touched. Right. Sometimes we pull them and there's no computer record, there's no stamps on the back, mm-hmm. but they still look like they got a little bit of right. of checking out action. Sometimes like Drew Barrymore. We find out they've never been kissed. That's right. And so we have to send them back to high school yeah. under the guise that they're a student. Is that what that movie's about? Or, is she, I don't know, is she a teacher? That's the plot of 21 Jump Street you're Does, talking about. Because she, she ends up, like, kissing a teacher. I have so no she, idea. The teacher can't think that she's a student. Right. Maybe she told everyone she know. was going back to high school, and they knew she was an adult. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, all this talk of romance is just right for this Lonely Hearts book that I've picked. <gasps> Drew Barrymore's never been kissed. Take a look at this cover, Eric. Wow. 
<laughs> Goodness. Uh, so what we have is uh, a, a healthy amount of Vaseline rubbed on the lens of <laughs> yeah. this camera. Yeah. Very soft focus on yeah. on sort of a like cut rate Liz Taylor. It's like in uh, red satin sheets on the yes. cover. Uh, nice. She's gold naked font. under the sheets. No, they're spaghetti straps. You got. A spaghetti oh, I don't strap. have my glasses. Okay. And she's got a lovely little silver necklace. Okay. Uh, oh, sure. Gold font. We have dreams are yeah. not enough. That's Rejected true. James Bond title. That's true. They went with the your world. dreams are not yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, I want to. I just want to like listeners. When he's saying Vaseline, it looks like somebody was eating like French fries and yeah. mozzarella sticks. Yeah. And then he saw a hair on the camera yeah. lens, and he tried to wipe yeah. the hair off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a very, it's a soft, calling it a soft focus is probably nice. <laughs> it's, if this focus was any softer, it would be an abstract painting yeah. that you wouldn't be able There's to There's a hard that. focus on the Vaseline. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you clean this lens up, this woman's 78 years old. <laughs> that's, that's how. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. We got our author picture on the back, and yeah. she looks happy. Draped in fur. Yeah. Got a bit of a. She killed that lynx got with a, her bare hands. Got a bit of a, an Alice from the Brady Bunch. Like after sure, after yeah. Alice murdered the Bradys and took the Brady fortune, she started a second life as author Jacqueline Briskin. Sure. So Briskin. author of what? Too much, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the cover on the back is black and white, and it is hilarious, and it does look like Alice from the Brady Bunch, right? Uh, covered draped in fur in a lynx. Yep. So already, I'm thinking this is great. Yeah. I wish that this was. It was Dina, my I leopard. I wish this was Tina Fey. I wish this was Tina Fey in an SNL sketch. That she would nail it. Yeah, Tina Fey could definitely play that role. <laughs> dreams are not enough. A novel by my Jacqueline Briskin. Uh, so enough. it's worth mentioning here, Jacqueline Briskin. Uh, but they're an awfully good place to start. 1927 to uh-huh. uh, 2014, British-born American writer oh. specializing in historical we fiction. Should, we shouldn't tease her then, because she's dead. Yeah. Well, she, she had passed a, away. She had a long, healthy life. Yeah. All right. So anyway, let the let the mockery commence. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Frequently on the New York Times bestseller list, several single novels plus mm-hmm. a trilogy uh, focusing on one family. So this is one of the standalone novels uh-huh. that we have here. Uh, this book came out in. Let me take a look here. Oh my gosh! What? I just realized something, but we'll talk about it after this segment. Okay. But don't let me forget. I can't. Okay. I'm going to have to write it down. Okay. Good idea. Dreams Are Not Enough came out in 1987. Now, as we, we've already described the beautiful cover, and it is beautiful, uh, gauzy camera lens on a, on a lady in a satin sheet, uh, <laughs> all red. Original cover price, 1895. What do you think about that? It's a hefty book. 1987. Going around in 1987. That, that's expensive. I mean, 1897 is a lot for hardcover now. 1895. Let's not be crazy. What'd I say? 1897. Oh, my gosh. I know. Uh, so, from the inside cover, boy, they give you a lot of information. Uh, oh, look at this. Author information. Jacqueline Briskin, herself a member of a ruling motion picture family. Read into the microphone, darling. Is the internationally <laughs> best-selling author of Too Much Too Soon, right. Everything and More, uh-huh. and California Generation. Now, one of those titles doesn't fit with the naming scheme. Yeah, the second one. No, it's the last one. Which was the last one? Uh, California Generation. That sounds just like a James Bond title. Totally, James, totally different. Ian Fleming's James Bond in California, California Generation. Generation. I'd watch it. <laughs> She was That's born a Roger in London Moore. and grew up in Beverly Hills, <laughs> where she still lived as of this printing uh-huh. in 1986. Okay. After the glory comes the longing. Ah. 
Dreams are not enough is Jacqueline Briskin's most memorizing love story, <laughs> mesmerizing love story to date. A spellbinding tale of a wealthy California family out to conquer the world and a supremely passionate woman who can win it for them. Ooh. Temptress, goddess, <laughs> star. Alyssa Del Mar was all of these to the millions of movie fans who worshipped her extravagant allure and irresistible sensuality. Yeah. I think Do you, you think remember that's her those, uh, those super her? dirty shampoo commercials? No. The organic experience no. commercials yes now you do yes what herbal essences herbal, herbal essences. essences yeah when you those were, are dated wow yeah sorry when you were reading ago. the description as her as a woman i'm like she probably uses herbal, herbal essences, essences. Yeah, absolutely she does there's no those question. commercials were filthy they were but to the people whose paths crossed hers she was something more a child of poverty whose innocence and overwhelming need to be loved drove her to the top and made her the pawn in a family's bid for absolute power yeah now we now we got a bulleted list of characters, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> to, to Desmond Cordiner, feared patriarch, who presided over Magnum Pictures, Alyssa's magnificent presence could have could save a studio and his skin before stardom destroyed her. Uh. To Barry Cordiner, Desmond's nephew, she was the perfect wife until her own success outdistanced his. Mm-hmm. To Hap. Desmond's charismatic son and the love of Alyssa's life. Alice, Alicia. Alicia's life. Elysium's. She could be the inspiration that would make him the greatest director of his generation, unless their scandalous affair totally destroyed them first. Yeah. Uh, there's more. To, <laughs> to, I got to flip to the back. Yeah. To Beth Gold, Barry's twin sister. Oh, twins. Yeah, we got never, a twin. That's not how. Uh, yeah. Barry's twin sister. They could switch she became an object of hatred <gasps> after a family tragedy destroyed their friendship. And finally, to the very, uh, very nicely named <laughs> P.D. Zaffirano. The super agent cousin with enough mob connections to topple the family empire. She was his ticket to the top and a successful necessary ally. I couldn't keep track of the Span- story just with those Span- characters. <laughs> the 60s to the 80s, moving from migrant Ooh. workers' shacks in the San, uh, I don't know, Valley, to palatial Beverly Hills estates, from a remote film location in Kenya to a luxurious villa, that's too many, overlooking <laughs> Lake Como in Italy. Here uh-huh. is a sweeping novel about five members of a legendary family oh and their effect on the eternally, I'm almost done, vulnerable uh-huh. woman who was known as the last movie star. Dreams are not enough, is the utterly hypnotizing, <sighs> utterly convincing Hollywood blockbuster that Jacqueline Briskin was destined to write. So this is historical fiction. I guess. Then. So if, yeah. you, if you're a fan of the Century Trilogy, if you liked... Uh, yeah, if you like that, this is, this is definitely yeah. what you want to read. Uh, what's it called? The Fall of Giants? Are you in? Are you into this? Yes. You, you want to read do it? it? Yes. Okay. All right. Um... Oh, look at that. She was married a very long time, 1948, to his death in 2004. Nice. Nice. Nice to see. Good for you, Jacqueline. All right. Let's uh, let's take a look at We're about to tear your book apart, but (laughs) maybe not. I would say based on a little wear and tear, this was checked out in the late 80s. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. Do you want to sample the pages? Taste one of these pages. No. (laughs) Okay. That wouldn't have told you anything. I just wanted to see how committed you were. Cheetos were big reading snacks in the 80s. (laughs) As well was cocaine. Jeez, it goes, I, I, I. (laughs) That could work for Cheetos or cocaine. That's true. They're Uh, the same thing, the way they're presented. That Cheetos cheetah. Yeah. He's he's addicted. He was on something. He's definitely snorting those Cheetos. Absolutely. Cutting them up. Beverly Hills, 1986. This is this is the beginning. This is the prequel to Beverly Hills, 90210. Yeah. One of and, your favorite series the ever. sequel to Beverly Hills Cop. It <laughs> had rained before dawn on the particular Wednesday in December of 1986. 
Axel that's Foley was sentence? shoving bananas and tailpipes of no, sorry, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you were in. I could. See I sure was. As soon as totally, I said the yeah. banana tailpipe. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but by nine o'clock, sunshine spread like warm butter through the green landscaped folds of the overpriced Beverly Hills Canyon. <laughs> that grosses me out a little bit. Yeah, the sun's just spreading just, itself like butter. <laughs> it's like being covered in butter. Yeah. <laughs> Great feeling. A woman stood at a bedroom window, gazing at the sunlit morning, even unadored with her black mane of hair pulled austerely back, a peignoir hiding her apparently felicitous curves. She was lovely. Right. For a moment, she closed her eyes, and her thoughtful expression altered to one of haunted dread. Then she shrugged as if reminding herself of a task and moved briskly to a long, narrow dressing room. Behind a professional strew of cosmetics, the front section of the Los Angeles Times was folded and propped to show a photograph of her with her artfully tossed oh, head so boring. thrown back and her lipstick mouth open in a breathless smile. Her image on black and white newsprint appeared far tougher, that of an aggressively sensual woman. The caption read, Alicia Del Mar, the return of the reclusive star. She had made a film in six years. That's... And so they're excited. Yeah, they're excited sure. about the comeback here. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling so far? Oh, it's great. I'm I'm in it to win it. I want to know. Well, tell me if this helps because the first chapter is called Barry. Barry, Barry. as in the name. The name Barry yeah. from 1959. Let's read a little bit about Barry. Let's see if he he too is propped centrally. Yeah. Barry hasn't made a film in six years. No, the most sensual. <laughs> He's an aggressively man sensual man named Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, our apologies to any person who's actually Anybody named who's Barry. Anybody who's out there named Barry, I'm sure you're very sensual. Yes. I'm sure when you're on the dance floor doing the salsa <sighs> or the tango. Okay. What do you think's more? The right. salsa is more sensual, right? Barry, perched in a mesh tank Fine. top, was covered in the butters of the sun. Is that true? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I made that, that was up. fantastic. Thank you. A mesh tank top, <laughs> the butters of the sun. That would have been a good title. The butters, the butters, of, butters the sun. of the sun. Yes. <laughs> On October 8th, 1959, a blazing hot Saturday, three weeks into his senior year of pre-law at UCLA, Barry Cordner took by far the most daring act of his 20 years. He eloped to Las Vegas with a girl called Alicia Lopez, whom he'd met exactly 17 days earlier. I want you to know that... You need to be careful. That's her that main could, character. She changes her name. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. It could just be infatuation. That's why he's got to worry. Yeah. That's why it's got to sure. worry. Yeah. So if that's the main character, and the uh-huh. other one's in 1986, so she's, what, 27 yeah. at that point. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, are, you, are you on Team Barry yet? You like, you like what Barry's doing? Dude, I'm more of a Wally West fan You're myself. Wa- oh, okay, all right, all right. All right, let me find another one. Do you right. want more? You seem like you want more. That was, that was a... I don't think that you could make... Very it. select audience that would get that joke. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. I think our audience, probably. Yeah. I don't... See, oh, here we go. Beth, 1979. Let's see what's up with Beth. In a white leather date book embossed Mrs. Irving Gold, 1979, the neat notation for September 1st showed Alicia, lunch, 1245. Beth finished dabbing on her Norel perfume before 1230. Dabbing? Dabbing, yeah. <laughs> There's time to visit Clary, she thought. Who? Clary, her only child, had been born on September 12th, 1974, a few weeks after Clara Friedman Cordner was buried by a reform rabbi at Hillside, a cemetery not far from where she lived. Abiding by Jewish custom, the Golds had named their daughter after her deceased grandmother. Kind of a downer. Is that really... If you ask me. Jewish naming custom? I have no idea. In the 50s? Maybe. Well, that was 1979. Well, okay. So it could be. Could be. Interesting. Uh, How do you feel about this book? Uh, I hate it. You hate it. Yes. You hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Multi-generational family Maybe saga. I'm just tired, but like when you're reading it, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't oh. care. 
Okay. You want a little bit of a... No. You don't want anything? No. You don't want any more no. dialogue, samples of dialogue? All right. Or we haven't had any dialogue. Okay, hold on. Find us some really sensual dialogue. Okay. He returned to Bellagio. He found Alice with a cold and sore throat. On the second afternoon, deciding to cheer her up with some small gift, he told her he was going for a walk. Hold on a second. I'll get my jacket. What about your cold? It's a mean wind today. You're going to the travel agent. You're arranging a flight to Los Angeles, she cried. Angered by her accusation that he was lying, he said, Will I need a guard every time I leave the house, or someday can I be a trustee? She drew a sharp breath and ran to the bedroom. I don't want to wait. All right, do you like it? Our lives to be do you like over. It? Uh, it gets worse. She shot him a look of shamed horror. Go away. Is this one of your attacks? He asked gently. Yes. Don't shut me out, Alice. Oh, it's getting serious. It's getting serious. She closed her eyes and let him stroke her back. When the Ooh. hyperventilation finally released her, he explained that he wanted to get her a little surprise. That was all. I'm not going back, Alice, I swear, but we better figure out what exactly we're going to do. She nodded. First off, how about your work? Eventually a good script will come along. You just saw Alicia Del Mar in action, she said with a feeble shiver. All I want, Hap, is for us to be together. Yeah, absolutely. Did that win you over? Uh, let me... Is this Melrose Place? Yeah. Dreams Are Not Enough by Jacqueline Brisket. Dreams Are Not Enough is Jacqueline Brisket's most mesmerizing love story to date. A spellbinding tale of a wealthy California family out to conquer the world and a supremely passionate woman who can win it for them. <laughs> it was better with the music. Yeah, I gotta say that definitely. actually. I was into it just a little yep. bit more. So, uh, woo. <laughs> woo. Anyway, fans of Jacqueline Brisket. Or Melrose Place. Apologies. <laughs> oh, yeah. For one. Uh, we have many of her books down in the stacks. Okay. They're still here. They're waiting. They're nay destined to be mm-hmm. rediscovered. So I know we have The Naked Heart and Dreams Are Not Enough. Ooh. I know we have those down there. Dream, well, so. that's, dreams are that's not because enough. you have Dreams, dreams Are Not, are not Enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, so that's not down there anymore. What that about The California a, Generation? I don't remember that one. California Generation. That's about life in the tumultuous James Bond is 1960s. Gonna stop you. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Well, thank you, uh, Jacqueline Briskin. Thank you, Alicia Del Mar. Yeah. Good luck with your career. Thank you, uh, Calissa Flockhart. She was not in Melrose Place. She was in Allie McBeal. Who was in? Heather Locklear. There you go. That's who I meant. People often confuse Calista Flockhart and Heather Locklear. I'm sorry. Sometimes Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh! I don't think you can no. make that joke oh, okay. on air. Right. Never mind. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're not going to read this book. You can. I don't think go I'm going to. But you love historical fiction. I do. You love Melrose Place. Yeah. And you love uh, 60s Hollywood. Yeah. What's the, what's, the, what's the ish? You know what? You're right. <laughs> you, you talk me into it. Okay. Woo! What do you have coming up here at the library? Let's talk some library news. Uh, oh, wow. Transitions. I'm sorry. Uh, we got the teen photography show reception yes. tomorrow. Exciting times. 105 photos. Biggest, our biggest number doubled yeah. plus five. So it's pretty, <laughs> pretty exciting. Yeah. It's a lot of photos. It's huge. So we're, we're handing out some awards tomorrow. We've got some... We uh, got a meat tray. We got some we, veggie trays. We got some cake. Yeah. I was going to say we have uh, refreshments. Refreshments. Yeah, okay. we have refreshments. You'll have punch. Refreshments. We had punch, punch last year Sounds as well. delicious. Punch is pretty easy to make, but it's also kind of a pain. Yeah. It's always like one more step than you want. It's you true. You just want to pour yeah. in the ginger ale and be like, yeah. punch yeah. or Sprite. Yeah. So Either way. Yeah. Hawaiian punch and ginger ale. Yep. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, Teen photography show. So that the reception is what? Seven, six? Six o'clock. Six o'clock to seven thirty. May second. Yeah. Tuesday, May second. Yeah. Live music by Mr. Alex Cole. So join yeah. us for that. 
Local? Yeah. Okay. And uh, then we have our regular scheduled programs, such as Teen Anime Club, Ooh. every Wednesday at 5.30 Holler. to 7.30. Uh-huh. Uh, Attack on Titan has gotten very brutal. Okay. Uh, last episode, because uh, like the kids will do other stuff during the anime. Yeah. They'll play cards. They'll use the computers. They'll walk around. Um, but during the last 10 minutes of Attack on Titan last week, they were all just like glued to the screen wow. and not saying anything. And it ended so it's on a cliffhanger. Uh-oh. And like there was like you could hear a pin drop for about one second, and then there was a oh no, ah, ah. <laughs> and that was you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, at one point I did scream, terrified, because one because uh, there was a very scary scene, and everyone was quiet, and so I just screamed because I was terrified. Uh-huh. It scared them. They were mad at me. I wasn't invited to the next anime club. That's sad. Don't you run them? Aren't you yeah, in charge? Yeah. No, our, our good friend Pete Mangles ran. Oh, the uh, next one. Okay. So yeah, uh, right, well, that's exciting. I guess. Oh, and we're showing Moana. Yeah. Um, we're showing Moana! Yeah, 3.30 on May 5th. Then yep. Right around, we're showing yeah. uh, Minions, 3.30 yep. on May 8th. That's if you're thinking, uh, you don't want to come see Moana. Yeah. You have other things to do. I want you to consider the coconut. Yeah. Consider his trees. Yeah. The island gives them what they need. Yep. So, so. there you go. Yeah. Pretty, it's a great movie. I really <laughs> yeah. do love Moana. After, after the movie, we'll just get on stage and tell everybody they're welcome. Yeah. So... Yeah. Oh, tonight I'm going to see a live performance of uh, Welcome to Night Vale. <gasps> Spooky. Famed podcast, Welcome yeah. to Night Vale. Like they, they 200 almost, episodes? They're almost as big as all the books. That's how big they've... Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, good good, yeah. good luck to this fledgling podcast, Welcome yeah. to Night Vale. There's a lighthouse so, in the courtyard. Very good. When we come back... The lighthouse <laughs> is always on, yeah. yet no one keeps the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. That's actually very good. <laughs> it's like spot on. It's perfect. <laughs> Um, I've only listened to the one. When we episode. come back next week, we'll be able to talk about uh, Hamilton. Hamilton, the Chicago. The Chicago seeing, yep, we'll review we'll that. We'll be able to talk about, I'll be able to talk about Night, Night Vale. Vale yeah. Eric will probably have seen Guardians of the Galaxy, I would assume, at that That's point. That's true, so, yeah. A lot of good stuff, a lot of good yeah. stuff coming up. Uh, in the auditorium, we have Sorrow Estate, a uh, great concert by a new oh. band. That's May 11th. We have The Probables coming May 25th. Maybe. Our regular slew of movies. <laughs> yeah. uh, book clubs are currently, well, we're oh. basically finished with The Blessing Way, and we're yeah. starting All Our Yesterdays by Robert B. Parker. Okay. And we're reading Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty, which I nice. really enjoyed. Yeah. So join us for that. Plenty of room. Next time, we're talking about the 90s. Yeah. Should have saved that Melrose place for the 90s. I'm sure there's plenty of other 90s themes. You're right. Beverly Hills 90210. You're getting enough of your uh, 90210 through uh, Riverdale. Luke, Luke Perry on Archie? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And Molly Ringwald. Yeah, she wasn't on 90210. No, but she was on Riverdale. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I'm Old sorry. Yeah. Classic. All right. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. For the good of all the books. Nothing else? Uh, hmm. That's right. You don't have to think of something. Okay, yeah, 90s, and then we're going to be talking about uh, Michael Crichton's book, Mikey uh, Crikey. Dragon's Teeth, comes yeah. out May 23rd. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a posthumous review of his three posthumous books. Yep. So that's Dragon Teeth, Micro, Micro, and Pirate's Latitude. Pirate's Latitude. So if you want to get a leg up, yeah. read them. Read, read all of those. Yeah. Michael Crichton's like, please don't read those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's all right. Well, Micro... He was okay with. He had almost finished. Yeah, micro. that's true. He was like he, that. That was, wasn't one that, that was he hid for publication. Yeah. yeah, this wasn't like that wasn't buried, buried. in a lockbox. <laughs> yeah, never published this <laughs> with a fake novel on top of it. Yeah, they won't keep digging. Yeah, they're, they're going to publish that fake novel. They are. As they're well. going to. Yeah, they're going to. So. All right. Well, tune in next week when we're talking about the '90s. See you then.